Hello and welcome to the Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. This midweek episode, we're not going to be going over World of Warcraft. As per usual, we'll be going over something a bit different. It will be uh, um, kind of along the lines of the rate the game type of thing. But I'm going to kind of shift it towards uh, D&D. And I'm going to be doing sort of segments on that, you know, the sort of 10 minute stuff um, on that. And it will be stuff that is very much from a DM perspective. So it's very much like building a town, what you need, how to make a quest, how to make a location, what you need, what you do, etc. You know, many different types of things that need to actually make the world and for your players to play in, essentially. And I'm going to do it in a very simple, basic step-by-step, not a step, not even step-by-step guide. It will be a very simple, what you kind of need, what you can do, what you can... I can kind of give you the clay, but you have to sort of mould it kind of deal. Um, so with all that being said, I'm going to call it probably the Dungeon Master's Corner. And then it will be a how-to. Then it will be the section that I will be talking about and uh, this week's section that we'll be talking about in the dungeon or the DM corner is how to build a town, essentially. So it's going to start off very simple. And obviously, as we go through the weeks, we'll be going over many different things in terms of travel, in terms of, you know, the base rules of the game, in terms of if you want people to roll for a certain thing, perception, you know, stealth, all that kind of thing, what you can maybe like, apply it to all of that stuff, but mainly it's going to be about building your own sort of campaign and building and giving uh, DMs, whether new or old, I, I probably can't give many old DMs that many good ideas, but kind of maybe something that they've overlooked or something that, you know, they've gone into so much detail that they forget the very simple things, you know, that kind of thing. But it's a very much stepping block into uh, the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so yeah, we will begin with building a town. So what does a town need? Well, firstly, a town needs a name. So what you can name it is anything that you want. There's usually generators out there for town names, um, but it is whatever you want it to be. You can kind of give it a um, purpose. So it's kind of like a seaside port or a very small town as like a, for like a trade route. You know, you can do many different things or you can do it even as a stronghold like a very small fortified sort of operating forward base on some sort of deserted island that you can look on and spy on the you know, certain ruins or anything like that. But essentially you need a name for it and you need a purpose for it. You can give a purpose for it. And then what is in a town? You're looking at many different things. You're looking at shops. You're looking at sort of the religion of the town. You're looking at who actually inhabits the town. If it's more of an elf town, if it's more of a halfling town, if it's more of a gnome, human, you know, that kind of thing. So you can kind of uh, um, give it a sort of a feel for how this town looks. So if it's an elf town, you're looking at very tall buildings, very lush, you know, gardens, that kind of thing. You know, maybe a waterfall towards the east side of the town you know, some lush trees. It might even be in trees, this town. It might be everything that is just in a tree, in multiple trees, you know. You've got these long bridges that are connecting 
big platforms. You can do many different things. If you're a halfling town, you could be walking into a very small, um, kind of think of it as like a smurf town almost. It's it's very small. If you're walking in there as a human, everything is up to about your waist height um, in terms of, you know, even the small things like carts or something. You know, like, uh, what are they called? Shopping carts? Yeah, I'll go with shopping carts. You know, on the side of the street, houses probably look to be almost or like one and a half times the human height for a two-story building in a halfling town. You know, you can really paint the picture. It's very rustic. It's very... There's not many colours to it. It's very brown. You've got multiple shades of it, obviously. You've got a darker brown for the roof. You sort of got a light brown for the outer uh, walls of these ho- like houses, um, and essentially, like you can paint the picture that way. It's very oldy worldy kind of. Uh, the best way I can put it is industrial uh, revolution London kind of deal, like where all the houses were just brown, nothing too crazy. It wasn't pink, you know, purple, all that. It, it's very much a brown like coloured town in terms of the buildings. Uh, if you were to look at like a bird's eye point of view, you're not going to see much. Uh, very muddy roads, whereas in the Elven town, you don't even have roads if they're just bridges connecting. You have lovely wooden like panels that are supported by beams underneath, keeping this platform up. So there's many different things in a town. You've got to really paint the picture of it. And knowing the uh civilians of the town can really help you do that now within any town is a good inn or bar this bar you can obviously uh need the name of you can give a small description of it you can give the owner of it if they're a family owning it you know you can do that kind of thing so the phillips family own the bar this is a rustic bar that has been there since the very first like discovery of the new world like by the halflings, that kind of thing. It's one of the two first buildings to have been created in this new town. You know, you can give it a real backstory and you can give it what it sells. Um, So it can sell butterbeer or mead or just a simple bowl of soup. And then you put prices. You know, you've really got to go into the finer details of many different things to make a whole town very lively. You want these... You want your players to actually enjoy the town, you know, go to the inn, buy a drink, buy a room to rent, you know, buy a room to sleep in, absolutely everything. And then you obviously have these shops that can be incorporated. You know, you can have a blacksmith, a tannery, you can have a shipping dock, you can, or what would it be? A harbour master? Yeah, probably harbour master. Um, That is if they're by the sea and the purpose of the town is meant to be a sea town. You can have a market, just an open market with loads of vegetables, loads of food, rations, bedding, rope, you know, a survivalist sort of market, that kind of thing. But all of these need to have uh, NPCs, the names of NPCs, um, the description of what they may look like potentially as well. You can give a description on what the market looks like, on what the blacksmith looks like. You can give, you know, many different outlooks and different views on this town and the People that are living in it are they living in poverty are they living in a very well well off town where no one is in the poor at all the poorest person here is living in a five like um what would it be five-story mansion kind of deal and everyone looks down on him but little does 
Do they know that he's a werewolf or something? You know, you can have a town secret as well, like they're all werewolves and uh, they lure people in during the day, but they completely close up at night. You know, that kind of thing. It can be many different things that a town can bring and it needs to be very lively for your players to interact with it. Give your blacksmith multiple items and there's an item in a vault in the back of the uh, blacksmith that your players could possibly steal. Go to the tannery and there's some potential, you know, saddles for your um, horses that you can utilise that give you increased sort of comfort. It, It doesn't do anything in terms of the gameplay, but it actually just helps, you know, the RP element of all of this, which is really cool. And that's the main point of a town. It's meant to be a stepping stone for where they want to go next. It's meant to be an RP sort of role playing hub, as you were, for your players. It's meant to be, oh, you know, any, you know, tips on what might be a good paying job at the moment? You ask the innkeeper and you slyly slide him a gold piece and, uh, you know, he can say, oh, I might do for, you know, an extra couple gold pieces to loosen my lips and then your player can decide whether to give him more gold to intimidate you know that kind of thing it's a real place where you can role play the shit out of it essentially and that's where your players should have a good understanding of what they can do coming out of this town or what they can't do so if they say don't go to the ruins they're probably going to go to the ruins and then you throw a massive sort of monster at them that makes them think, okay, maybe we just don't go to the ruins next time. Uh, They get other notes saying we can potentially go here as there's been a potential uprising. There's been ghosts spotted here. There's been orcs over there. There's a dragon over there, you know, and then they can make that decision. They can go north, south, east or west. There's many different things that they can bring out of the town if they do the right things in the role-playing element, if they're looking to get some information from the barkeep, information from the blacksmith, you know, if they hang around there too long, they might just be the culprit of a werewolf-like town. They might just wake up in the middle of the night and suddenly realise that they just hear howling, only howling, and they all have to converge and slowly make their way out of the town. they got to sneak out, they got to burst their way out, you know, guns blazing kind of deal. You know, there's many different things that you can do in a town, but it's all about the finer details. So make sure that you get the armor right in terms of how much it costs. Um, Potions, if there's an alchemist, you know, get the name of the NPCs that are running these businesses, get a little bit of detail on what the town looks like, who inhabits the town. There's many different elements to it, but essentially it's where you want most of your role playing to come from. And where most of the clues, essentially, to what your players can do um, originate. But, yeah, it's quite fun. I'm going to be looking at doing more of these DM corner stuff. Um, I would hope to turn this into a weekly thing. I would love for your guys' recommendations on it. Or, not recommendations, but um, feedback on it, sorry. Um, If you think it's a great idea, please let me know by supporting the show, by rating it, whatever you can do would be a massive help. But that is it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening. Do check out the socials, YouTube, Twitch, all of that, as well as support the show via Buzzsprout. You can check all of the links down below. It would mean a massive amount of um, like favoritism or favourable. Uh, I've completely forgot my words. It would mean a massive like deal to me if you were to support the show. It would. I would be ever grateful. 
But thank you all very much for listening. And go a valor friend. Goodbye all. Mm-hmm.